Hi there, and welcome to the Wellbeing Room. I'm your host, Leo Cooper, from the Centre of Key. In this podcast, you'll hear stories of my own wellbeing journey, and you'll be meeting some special people along the way who'll be sharing their stories too. As you listen, I hope you'll get inspired to improve your own well-being and get more out of life. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of The Wellbeing Room. Thank you so much for joining me today. It really is lovely to have you here with me in this space. So today we're talking about aging, I guess, as a point of reference. Um, I met with Rosalie, my friend who lives in the States. We co-work every Thursday morning and we met today and she was telling me about how she's studying with this organization called the, um, oh, let me think, it's the Functional Aging Institute. Uh, she does a lot of work with people um, with mobility and um, exercise type things Um And so she's doing this extra study looking into aging, fitness and aging and how to support people as they get older. And she was sharing with me some information about this concept of primary aging and secondary aging. So primary aging being the the natural deterioration that our body goes through as we age, as all organisms get older, deterioration happens as a natural course. Uh, It's genetically programmed in us And then she was telling me also about secondary aging, which is the environmental and lifestyle choices that we make and how they affect the aging process. And this got me thinking because this is something that I've often thought about myself and it's part of the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, doing yoga um, and speaking with you in this podcast uh, because I'm really concerned about how we age and how we look after ourselves as we get older. So from a personal perspective, I watched my dad age and get sicker as as he got older. And for me, this was a really hard thing to watch. I really wish there had been something that I could have done or said or encouraged him to try and improve his health and well-being. And I guess, you know, he was fairly stuck in his ways he was happy the way things were even though he was in a lot of pain and discomfort he was just came to this opinion that that's just part of getting old and I think a lot of people can fall into that mentality of thinking that there really is no choice in this process we're going to get old we're going to get sick we're going to be in pain it's inevitable and that's just life however I would like to I like to look on the positive side of things. I like to be an optimist and I like to think that we have a fair bit of control in the health and well-being, our health and well-being as we get older. And interestingly, Rosalie was telling me that there's actually some statistics on this and basically our lifestyle accounts for three to four times more than our genetics when it comes to how healthy we're going to be as we get older. So let me just say that again. So our lifestyle is going to affect our health and well-being three to four times more than our genetics will as we get older. So that's a pretty significant amount of impact that we can have 
when it comes to our health and well-being. So what are the things we need to do to maintain that health and well-being as we get older? And I think a lot of people perhaps don't consider the options because they think it's just too hard. It's like, I really enjoy eating cake and Coca-Cola and cheese and chocolate and steak and and all these really fatty foods that are going to contribute to, you know, heart disease and and things like that and bowel disease. But I really enjoy eating them so much. So why should I give them up? And fair enough, if that's the way you think about your health and well-being and your life and you'd rather just eat whatever you want, whenever you want, then obviously you're going to have to deal with the consequences of that. So it really comes down to a personal choice. And there really are no easy fixes. It's not like there's these hacks to health and well-being. I mean, lots of people try to tell us these things, but ultimately we've got to put in the hard work if we want to uh, achieve results. And that's just like with anything in life. If you want to get better at something, you know, you have to make the effort. And so I think a lot of people just prefer to take the easy way out. And I'm hoping that because you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not one of those people. You are one of the few who um, are encouraged and enjoy the challenge of improving yourself and getting healthier and stronger and more well. So I'd like to throw the gauntlet out to you today and see whether, you know, whether there's some things that you might like to tweak and improve upon and make an effort with to improve your health and well-being. What I'd like to suggest is just think, pause and think for a moment. Think about the kinds of things you want to be doing and the kind of life you want to be living in 10 years' time and then in 20 years' time and then in 30 years' time or 40 years, depending on how old you are now. I mean, I'm 45, so I would like to think that perhaps I'm still going to be kicking around it in 40 years. Maybe you will be too. So just thinking about how you want to be living your life at that point in time, assuming you make it that far, which I hope you do. What do you think you need to do now so that that is a possibility? Think about... All right, you want to stay mobile, you want to stay active, you want to be able to travel, you want to be able to physically move and look after yourself. So what are the things that you could do now that start doing now if you're not already to help sustain and build that momentum so that you can make it to that ripe old age and still be really active and healthy and vibrant? Maybe you'll be a bit slower. That's totally fine. We'll slow down as we get older. The body weakens, but the mind stays sharp. But there's definitely things we can do to make sure that our body also vital essence in it. I mean, if you look at cultures around the world, basically every culture to some degree, there's people living who are, you know, in their 80s, 90s, even 100, and they're still moving around. They're still having a social life. I mean, look at places like Okinawa in Japan and places in the Mediterranean as well. You know, so there's these zones where people live longer and healthier lives. And we can just take some lessons from them, I guess, and and try and apply them to our own life. So what what do I suggest? For me personally, it really one of the main factors, the biggest factors is just eating well. 
understanding how food affects our physiology and our energy levels. That's really important. A lot of us, you know, we actually need the sun's energy to survive. And so we eat a lot of plants. Plants absorb the sun's energy and turn them into minerals and vitamins and fiber. And then we ingest that into our body. And that is how we absorb energy from the sun. So if we're eating, you know, a mainly plant-based diet, which is highly recommended, then we're well on our way to staying healthy longer. But it's also important to know that even though we're eating plant foods, there are certain plants that are better for us than others. And from a macrobiotic perspective, which is something I've been studying and practicing for over 20 years, it's understanding which of those plants, vegetables are better for the body, less acid forming because we want to reduce the acid in the body and focusing on those and eating a balanced diet that way. So if we don't eat well and get the right nutrients and energy, then our bodies struggle to stay in balance. And that's where we can get fatigue, where we can get sick, where we're just not getting the energy into our bodies. And if we're just eating rubbish food, processed, highly processed, hyper-processed foods, then we're definitely not getting the energy, the quality of energy that we need. A calorie is a calorie, but the quality of the calorie or the kilojoule that we're ingesting makes a significant difference. All right, moving on, another really key factor I believe is highly important is to stay moving, moving however you can, preferably on a daily basis. I like to start my day with a morning walk or a little jog and that's a really great way to start the day to get the body moving, to get the organs waking up inside your body as well and to let go and breathe out all the acid that's built up over the evening, over the night as you sleep. And then maybe doing a a lunchtime walk or an afternoon walk as well. Really, that's all you need. You don't need to do lots. As you get older, 40 plus, it is good to do some strength-based exercise to keep the muscles and the joints working well. So that's something to consider too. And then, of course, uh, the social aspect of our life is really important for our health and well-being. Having friends and family and connecting to other people is a really important part. And that's one of the key factors that play into those people who live um, much longer lives is they have those social connections. And then, of course, one that I think is really important is having spiritual reverence. So reverence for life, reverence for a greater power beyond ourselves, whatever you believe in, but having some reverence for that just going outside and observing nature and and just feeling really blessed to be able to exist in this beautiful paradise that we live in. So in a nutshell, they are the key things that I think are really super important. If we can look after the way we eat, the way we move, the way we socialize and um, our spiritual well-being, then that's going to impact on our mental health as well. And we'll find that we'll reduce the incidence of mental health problems so it is a choice we have the choice to decide how we want to approach our health and well-being for the long term aging we're all going to get older how do you want to get older like I said before 
Where do you see yourself in 10, 20, 30 or 40 years time? Physically, mentally, emotionally, socially. Hopefully you can start making an impact now and look forward to the results of your efforts. I'd love to know what you thought about this episode today. Did any of the things I talked about resonate with you? How do you feel about aging and the impact that you can have on aging well and staying healthy and strong? That's all for now. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, stay well.